cliffcentral.com. This is a great point to bring Sean Sanders in. And Sean, I, I was talking earlier with Ryan and Mash because I was at the, um, at some conference yesterday, which was really interesting. I was speaking to the guy from the FSCA, who I know you guys have dealt with because everybody who's registered in South Africa has to register with a financial services conduct authority. Um, and he was telling me about all these crooks online. And I remember it was probably sometime last year that someone was using your pictures and claiming to be you, but they'd made a fake account of yours on Instagram. So it happens to everybody. It's even happened to you. Uh, you've got to watch out for these crooks, right? That's a big part of, of kind of being a, alert and being aware online. It's not just knowing how crypto works, knowing how to invest, knowing where to invest, watching the markets, paying attention to things, being patient. It's also looking out for the crooks. No, totally. Morning, Gareth. Morning, team. Morning. Morning. Uh, morning. Every single day, I get about five messages from friends that have been engaging with this imposter that's got this other Instagram account that's offering Bitcoin trading strategies. And it's one of these <laughs> things where it's like, you know, just send me you know, 250,000 rands worth of Bitcoin or 25,000 rands worth of Bitcoin, depending on uh, how much money that person's able to gauge you have. And then right. it's a case of, okay, now you send me this Bitcoin and I've got this trading strategy that can outperform the market. And yeah. it is insane. I mean, I've got friends that studied actuarial sciences that have fallen for this, not necessarily made the payment, but, you know, been chatting to this guy for months. And I'm like, why don't you just message me on WhatsApp? And, you know, you know, just check that it's me. Um, I'm not going to be soliciting investments over Instagram. You know, I'll be on Cliff Central. So that's, that's the important thing is like you wouldn't be soliciting investments over Instagram. That should be the first clue, as one or two of our listeners so far have said. But um, let's just talk for a second about what kind of things you guys have to comply with. I know this isn't what you wanted to talk about this morning, but I thought it was interesting speaking to this Awelani uh, Rulani yesterday from um, FSCA. You guys have to obviously jump through a lot of hoops. There's, there's a lot less red tape than Maybe they're, they're, you know, there is in certain sectors because they've tried to make fintech more accessible in South Africa, and they really are doing the best they can, I suppose. But you, you have to comply with certain rules in order to be uh, a, a registered trader uh, and, and to be a registered platform like you guys are. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. I mean, we've had to jump over loads of hoops to this point, and it's only going to get more intense over time. So, you know, we've prepared ourselves over the last... 16, 18 odd months for this. Um, I think the first thing is if you look at uh, the FSCA, they've got out a sort of crypto registrations list. So you actually have to register as a crypto asset service provider. So in South Africa, we call crypto exchanges and crypto platforms CASPs, which are crypto asset service providers. And you have to be an authorized CASP in order to continue operating. So the FSCA needs to say, yes, you've got a history of operating. You don't have cost, uh, customer complaints. You actually are a decent operation. We vetted the individuals behind the business. So that's you know the foundational sort of starting point. Then you've got to register with the FIC. Uh, that's the next thing that you've got to get done. You've then got to get regulated and either get a Category 1, Category 2, Category 3, Category 4 uh, FSCA license. So we went out and preemptively, and I think a couple of the other major exchanges in South Africa are doing something similar, but we went out and got a Category 1 and a Category 2 uh, FSCA license. And essentially what this enables us to do is to offer traditional securities. So not even just crypto just yet, because crypto is not yet sort of a regulated uh, asset category, but offer traditional securities on the Revix platform in a fully regulated fashion. We can then also provide financial or discretionary advice uh, with our Category 2 license. 
Um, so those are licenses that are acquired quite recently. But if you look at what's happening internationally, I mean, regulation is going to continue to increase in the crypto space. And that's actually a good thing, right? Because it protects consumers right. at the end of the day. But it is balancing this, you know, you want to have innovation. And so far, you've been able to actually innovate in the crypto space, certainly in South Africa. But then you also mm-hmm. want to be able to naturally protect consumers. So, you know, let's hope that the FSCA gets that right. All right. So let's get into it. How has the crypto market been performing since we last spoke a week ago? Uh, it's been pretty flat. It had a good start uh, to the week and then, you know, it's pulled back. So, you know, the whole crypto market's back about 4%. Uh, Bitcoin sitting at $27,500, down roughly around 4% for this week. Ethereum about $1,850, down 1.25%. But it's been a good week for gold. Uh, you, you know, we offer gold as an investable product on the Revix platform and, you know, gold's up to $2,040 you know, just up 1.25% this last week. So yeah, not a, not a terrible week for gold, but we're all kind of waiting for this massive announcement today from the Fed. Uh, you've got the consumer uh, price index that's coming out. And I suppose, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as that inflation print comes out, you know, the Fed's going to have to react. Um, and that's, yeah, I think, what everyone in the market is really looking at right now. All right. Well, there's a Bitcoin mining halving, which is happening next year. So that means the reward for, for actually doing the mining, for the processing that people do, and they've always received Bitcoin for that, that is being halved. What does that mean for the average investor? What does it mean for people who, who own Bitcoin? Yeah. So essentially the inflation rate of Bitcoin is declining. So I learned a new word when I was actually looking up, um, you know, the, the Bitcoin mining uh, details and it should happen in, um, April, May next year. Remember, it happens every 210,000 blocks. So that's not necessarily just a specified point in time in the future. So between April and May, and it's a mm-hmm. quadrennial event happening every four years. So you know, a new smart <laughs> word <laughs> All right. that we can use. Um, and then, yeah, essentially you've got the amount of Bitcoin being produced roughly around every 10 minutes going to 3.125 instead of the 6.25 that you have today. Now, because you've actually had a lot of the Bitcoin uh, mind that's already in circulation. You can only ever have 21 million Bitcoin that exist. Right. You know, you've got about 91% of that today that has already been mined. So, you know, you're only looking at having roughly about 9% of the total Bitcoin supply ever being mined in the future. It means that Bitcoin's inflation rate goes from 1.8% currently per year, which is in line largely with gold, uh, going down to 0.8% after the halving. So if you imagine, I mean, what is uh, inflation, right? It's the supply of Bitcoin in the market here. Well, if you have the same sort of demand uh, that you've had always, but the amount of the, the supplies declined, well, you know, that should be a positive driver for prices. And I mean, historically, uh, accumulating Bitcoin now up until this halving event is a good strategy, but the real benefit that you get is actually after this halving occurs because it does, you know, so the media uh, gets into the space. There's a lot of debates around what it actually means. And that just creates a lot of PR for Bitcoin. Uh, so I've got two bits of feedback here for you from um, two listeners. So the first one is, uh, I think it's a compliment. You can never tell with the people who listen to this show. But um, Carl DeSantis says, this is why I'm ugly. Nobody will steal my picture on Instagram and pretend to be me. It's Sean's fault for being good looking. So take that one whichever way you can. And then this <laughs> one, Ancient Ether says, when it was actually a good time to invest in crypto, Sean was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Now the man comes into the picture after the initial rebound. So, I mean, maybe there's a point about that, that actually the best time to invest would have been like three or four months ago. I mean, would you say that it's still a good time? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it depends what sort of time frame you're looking at. I'm a Bitcoin bull. I'm a crypto bull. Um, I think there's so much disruption happening in the space, but that's a long-term story. So yeah, sure. The crypto market's up 70% from its sort of December lows, which, you know, that's fantastic. But, you know, if I'd been able to time that and say, hey, listen, let's get on Cliff Central. Let, you know, let's right. start talking about sure. Bitcoin back then. People would have told me, listen, this thing's falling through the floor. Um, <laughs> and we have to try to have a very consistent sort of discussion out there, which is, hey, listen, you know, yeah. if you come to Revix, we want you to and, invest and over way, a much longer. Yeah. I, I remember getting emails from people saying, yo, where's Sean Sanders? He's not talking to us because the price is so low. So you guys must make up your minds whether you, whether you want him here all the time or you want him here some of the time or you want him to be telling you <laughs> to invest. I mean, why don't you, why don't you just take what we're giving you here? By the way, Lito wants to know about Novatech. Do you know anything about that? Can you throw that in quickly? I don't actually. I, I wanted somebody to ask about Pepe coin. I, I just think it's cool. I haven't Pepe. really been following. Yeah. There's, there's something out there called Pepe coin. And oh apparently it's been one of these cryptocurrencies that's like Dogecoin that's been bouncing oh. about. Now, I don't really follow these sorts of news articles, um, but I was waiting for somebody to chime in there going, when is Revix launching Pepe coin? Well, uh, Duds wants to know any updates on when you can get a portfolio started in Australia. Do you have any uh, designs on that? Yeah. So Duds, if you wanted to go, you can actually sign up now, uh, open a Revix account. Uh, you can have a US dollar account so rather than the australian dollar which i don't think would make too much of a difference to you um and then yeah you can fund your account using us dollars if that's fine but unfortunately no we're not yet authorized in australia to operate so we're looking at australia there's just one of those more difficult markets to enter um in a very very different time zone well uh, kb says no you must make up your mind sean if you want to be here or not with a laughing face but okay he's back people so don't complain he was here last week he's here this week and he will be back to give us more useful information in the world of crypto and all the rest of it. You can find out more by going to Revix.com. Revix allows you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. market. You can find out more on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with at Revix Invest, but don't follow any of the scammers, please. You've got to make sure that it's the real deal. Mm. If you're following Revix.com, if you're not sure, ask. If you're not sure, send an email. If you're not sure... Speak to the people at Revexel tell you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Gareth. Team, take care. Right. Bye. Cheers, Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.